Good afternoon, this is uh, Rupert Thompson, Chief Investment Officer at Kingswood Group. Um, it's the 21st of September, and what I'm going to do now is run through the key developments for the markets in the last week or so, and also our thoughts about how equity markets will fare going forward. Well, last week um, started off on a more positive note, um, following the correction we've seen in the previous couple of weeks or so, but ended the week on a rather sour note. And at the end of last week, uh, global equities are down around, um, were down around some 4.5% from their highs at the start of September. And this morning, the sell-off has resumed, with European markets down some 3% or so. So what's going on here and um, how much further can we expect this correction to continue? Well, in terms of the drivers of the correction, um, in a way, the immediate catalyst um, for the correction, which started um, the beginning of September, was the sharp run-up in the mega cap tech names, the FANGs. And essentially, you'd had a very sharp run-up. Um, valuations had become excessive, and we've seen um, now, the FANG names, the big FANG names, down over 10% from the high. So in a way, I think the froth has been blown off this market. And certainly in terms of the tech sector more generally, um, we still think the secular forces are very much in its favour. Valuations are rather more reasonable. So even if um, the FANGs do remain volatile, which is quite possible over coming weeks, um, longer term, we think there's no particular reason why they should... Um, really lead this correction any further. Um, so what else is going on? What's the sort of reason why this correction has continued beyond the fangs? Well, one concern of the markets last week was we had the latest um, Federal Reserve meeting and essentially the Fed kept policy unchanged. Um, it fleshed out its new average inflation targeting policy, which means that if there is an overshoot, an undershoot, sorry, an undershoot of inflation over a number of years, then it will allow inflation to overshoot um, going forward to compensate for that. It fleshed this out. And as a result of this, it essentially uh, made it very clear that it has no intention of raising interest rates for the next three years or so. Um, that was all very well and good. But what slightly upset the markets was that there was no um, tweak or extension of its quantitative easing program. Uh, the market had been possibly hoping that it would increase the amount of bond buying it's doing, um, that it might um, extend the maturity of the bonds it's buying, and also possibly um, put a cap on the level of yield it would tolerate at the long end. But anyway, it didn't do any of this, and that certainly um, drove markets down a bit towards the end of last week. Um, we also actually had a Bank of England meeting out, um, and again, that left rates unchanged. Um, but the bank very much did hold out the prospect that, if necessary, it could actually push rates into negative territory next year, if need be. Um, it's not going to do it for the foreseeable f for the next few months, but definitely, if necessary, it could do it next year. Um, and also, quite possibly, it could extend its QE programme. But I think what one shouldn't lose sight of is even if we do get these additional measures from in the UK and possibly down the road in the States, um, basically central banks have largely sort of used up their ammunition. And in terms of supporting the recoveries going forward, it's very much got to be fiscal policy rather than monetary policy, which is from here going to be the source of additional support. And 
Another thing which is slightly worrying the markets at the moment is that, at least near term, um, if anything, sort of fiscal policy is heading in the wrong direction. So um, Rishi Sunak in the UK is still resisting any extension of the furlough scheme beyond October. And in the States, they have as yet um, failed to renew the fiscal stimulus program, which expired in July. And it now looks quite likely you will not get an extension before the uh, elections in November. So fiscal policy, in a sense, there's a bit of a, a hole looming short term, which could sort of put a dent in the economic recovery. But obviously, also at the back of everyone's minds, um, and this is probably what drove the markets down this morning, is this renewed spike in infections, particularly in Europe. And obviously, we have now had a sort of notable secondary wave in a number of European countries, and obviously also the UK. Um, This obviously is um, quite worrying, um, and certainly it could lead to um, renewed social distancing measures, um, obviously not only just in the UK, but also elsewhere, and we started to see this. And this clearly um, could dent somewhat the ongoing economic recovery. So that is definitely um, something of a worry. Um, Having said that, um, if you look sort of somewhat further ahead, it is not all bad news regarding COVID. Um, the fact of the matter is that a number of vaccines are now in sort of late trials, late stage trials, and over the coming months, in a few months' time, there could well be a vaccine or a number of vaccines being released. Um, so that would clearly be quite significant positive news. And also you shouldn't forget, certainly at a global level, that even though we are seeing a secondary spike in sort of Europe and the UK, um, some countries, most notably China, Um, you have not seen um, a renewed secondary spike, even though that economy has largely reopened. So definitely short term, the news on COVID is not what we would hope for. Um, Renewed social distancing is going to be an unwelcome drag on the economy and on this sort of still relatively fragile recovery. But longer term, I think it's very open to debate about as it were, which will be the most important force sort of on a three to six month horizon. Renewed secondary outbreaks or possibly the release of a new vaccine. So sort of where does this leave us? Um, I mean, so the starting point for this correction was that equities had risen as much as, you know, 50% um, from their lows in March. Valuations were at a 20 year high. So to some extent, um, a correction was overdue and indeed we're getting one. But sort of on a medium term view, um, what we're really concluding is there's still a lot of uncertainty out there in terms of um, how much fiscal stimulus you're going to get and also whether, as it were, how this COVID breaks in terms of whether there's a new vaccine or how serious this secondary outbreak turns out to be. So for the moment, we think the most prudent thing to do is to remain sort of fairly neutral on equities and before sort of taking a big position one way or the other, await for some of these big uncertainties to sort of clear up one way or the other. Okay, that's our views for the moment, and we will be back again next week. Thank you. Please note that this podcast is for information purposes only. The views expressed do not constitute financial advice, and please remember that the value of investments can go up as well as down. How an investment performed in the past may not be the same as how it performs in the future, and there may also be tax implications. Should you require advice, please speak to a qualified financial advisor.